Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. Um, apparently, my intro didn't work, so just give me one second. I've got to have an intro. This is Bob Carson of Carson's Corner on 5.30 a.m. Underground Progressive Radio, New Jersey, and Blog Talk Radio, reminding you to catch J-Ray each and every week on Carson's Corner. Don't forget it, folks. Okay, everybody. Tonight we have a special, special show. I'm very excited. I have a huge, huge guest, um, Master Kevin Kane. He um, is in the uh, Duke's Rue system. He's a master, and one of the big reasons I wanted this guy on my show, he's like a brother to me, he's like family. Also, um, he runs a school in Richmond, Virginia, which is the closest uh uh, Duke's Roos School near me, although Hunchy Frank Duke has a lot of schools around the world, so I wanted to bring him on the show. Without further ado, let's see if we can get him live. Also, really quickly, if you want to listen to the, if you want to listen to the to the show, I'm not taking any other callers. Here's the number you can call by phone to listen to the show. Chime in and give Jay Ray a call at 818-532-9769. Give Jay Ray a call right now, 818-532-9762. Master Kevin Kane, are you there? Good evening. Good Good to talk to you. Good to talk to you. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to uh, me on my little radio show. Sorry I got you in there a little late. Um, I had a little technical difficulty. It didn't play the right intro and, and all that. So sometimes I have technical difficulties. So Not a problem. It's my pleasure to be with you. So, um, so how are you doing tonight? I'm doing fantastic. Couldn't be better. In fact, uh, I, de- I decided years ago today it was going to be fantastic, and it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, fantastic because uh, we we all know that I had a very, very emotional week, and this is the best day I've had since then. So, oh, yeah, good. this is a good day. So, this is Thanks. a very good day. So, uh, tell us a little bit about your background uh, if you would, like, um, because I, I know that you've done some other stuff before you became a master in Duke's Rue. Could you tell us a little bit about your background? Well, let's see. I started uh, I started my training when I was around five years old. Um, my mother put me into judo and jiu-jitsu. I was getting picked on by the school bully. And the um, <laughs> funny thing is I actually hated martial arts. I just hated it. I was getting hurt, and uh, it was just a terrible, terrible uh, situation for me. I, I really disliked it. Uh, but then 
came a point where the bully was picking on me, and I threw him, and um, that was that. My my love affair with the martial arts started ever since then. So I, I really started in judo and jiu-jitsu and, and kind of been with that for, you know, all my life almost. Wow. So I, I, I've done a lot of arts, but um, the, the before I even say anything else, I've, I've got to say I really don't consider myself a master of anything because I haven't quite mastered myself yet. <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, there's there's much uh, there, there's people I would like to recognize as being masters, um, you know, um, Hunchy Frank Dukes, of course, uh, Master Scott yeah. Benson. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Then there's there's two other gentlemen that really have helped me in my my career, and that's um, Rayvon Sproul, who is my judo and jujitsu instructor, and then um, Fernand Vargas, who is uh, uh, the the head of Raven Tactical, who's kind of like my combatives mentor. Wow. So how did you get connected with Hunchy Dukes and doing the school in uh, Richmond, Virginia? Because um, I was very surprised when I saw that on um, the website. I was I was astounded, even though it's still a good distance from me. It's the closest school that I can get to. <laughs> right. So. Um, actually, it, it's funny. I, I, I was, um, when I was younger, me and my brother were very influenced by the movie Bloodsport. And, and, in fact, we used to um, dream about being in the uh, the Kumite, you know, as um, all young martial artists do. And um, <clears throat> so that kind of started my fascination with um, Hanshi Dukes, and uh, especially, you know, knowing that he was a real person. I always wanted to seek him out and, and uh, you know, actually talk to him and become a student of his. Uh, he was a real hard person to get a hold of. Um, back then, uh, this was really before he had any, um, you know, all the exposure on the internet. He was uh, getting over being sick and and that uh, stuff. And um, just what happened, an ex-student of his uh, passed his email to me, and uh, I emailed him, and I was really surprised that he got back to me. And uh, I told him a little bit about myself, and he said, uh, "Call me." And gave me his phone number, and I and I was floored. I was, I was, you know, calling. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, <laughs> so so I called him, and and we kind of hit it off, you know. And and he must have thought that I was just some young punk kid. It was, a, it was, you know, starstruck because I, I can only imagine how I must have sounded when I was talking to him. <laughs> but he was very gracious, and um, as as um, our conversation grew, he offered to. Um, to uh, teach me Duke's route. And in mm-hmm. fact, he, I guess he was impressed with me enough because he offered to come to where I was living at the time, was in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and uh, train me. And he and he came down and he, and he stayed in my house uh, and uh, and trained me. Wow, well, I've, I've been in Virginia Beach. Yeah. And I, I got to see, I got to say very quickly, I have a similar story. I'm not going to go through the whole thing on air because everybody's heard that. But um, I I have been watching blood sports since I was three years old. And um, I have a lot of um, Duke stuff that I collected over the years. And, uh, you know, Frank was just shocked by this. He was like, you know more about blood sport than I do. And I brought him this big suitcase and nothing but Frank Duke stuff, and that's why he calls me the uh, Duke's collector. So, 
Yeah, I, I listen to the the radio uh, broadcast, and and the thing is, is that people will say things. You know, they go on the internet and they look at uh, they look at different things online, and a lot of times they they think it's the gospel truth. You know, and I I heard some of the things they were talking about uh, Hanshi Dukes, and to me that's what they did. They went on Wikipedia or or one of those places that has a lot of false information. And they took it as a gospel truth and decided to uh, attack you because, uh, not only because of, um, you know, you bringing up Hanji Dukes, but um, the fact that those those false, misleading um, comments are out there, it makes uh, someone who calls in and says they're a student of Hanji Dukes, it makes them a target because of this false information. And I think that Hanji Dukes now, with uh, the technology and uh, the mass communication and the social networking and things like that has finally been able to, to fight back and set some of the records straight. In fact, mm, um, you yeah. know, as you know, if you go to fastdukesrew.com, there's lots of uh, information on there, a bunch of facts, court documents, and stuff like that that, that backs up his case, but they don't uh, take the opportunity, they don't take the time uh, to go and, and view the facts. They just look at what's online or they follow rumors, and then that's that, and they put that, uh, you know, into the, the show, and they use that as a- ammunition against you. Uh, so I thought it was unfair, and and, and uh, not only that, but uh, I really, I really don't uh, appreciate people uh, trying to insult other people with name calling. It, it's uh, it's uncalled for. It's unprofessional, and and, and quite frankly, it's it shows a, a certain level of immaturity when it comes to. Uh, you know, uh, responding in such a way. Yeah, because uh, my comment is he could have at least uh, got my name right. So right. instead of insulting me, and it just it went it went too far. You know, he he won't admit it, but it went too far. Mm. So, but um, moving on. Um, because I don't want I don't want the show to be all about that. I I just wanted your quick opinion, of course. Um, uh, now with a serious response, and I know you're not going to laugh at this, but um, for people like me, um, do you think uh, do you think uh, that one day there could be an MMA for the disabled, and would people actually you know, pay to see disabled individuals compete? Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, no, I don't think there will be. <clears throat> and I don't think there will be because of uh, legal ramifications. Um, uh, the, the the world tends to be very uh, politically correct. And, you know, I, I would be very surprised if there if there was. Uh, ever such an event, to be honest with you. Uh, okay, because I, I do know that they got, like, the Special Olympics, and I've been in a, a pro wrestling match against somebody else that was um, disabled, and oh, he cool. was bigger than me. So <laughs> Very cool, very cool. Well, you know, maybe oh, I'm wrong. To, yeah. I, I, I would hope I would be wrong, but, it, uh, you know, just, just the way... You know, people tend to be these days with uh, being politically correct, and and uh, you know, I'm not sure. You know, um, but I hope I'm wrong. I, I think that'd be fantastic. 
Well, I, I, I do appreciate your answer and stuff because I do believe that it wouldn't happen. It's just me just dreaming still, and it's 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 hard to let go. I mean, that's something that I've always wanted to do. And, right, uh, right. Understand. You know, and I, well, yeah, so I've, I've done a lot of research. I've heard a lot of things, so I have a lot of, you know, knowledge. It did happen. People just want to read, you know, the crap on the internet and uh, all this and um, right. Well, I mean, I know back yeah. when I was a, a young man, <clears throat> and um, there was no such thing as the UFC, and uh, people were getting together. What we did was we gotten together in the backyards of parties, and we had something called the Currituck Fight Club, and a uh, mm-hmm. and martial arts a, a kickboxing champion. In fact, you can look him up. His name is Bubba Walters, Black Hawk Bubba Walters. He was a U.S. kickboxing champion. Had uh, kickboxing rings that he would bring, or his students, or I don't know exactly how the, the rings got to the parties, but they would bring these rings to um, to parties, and we would fight no holds barred, full contact inside the rings. And that's basically, you know, um, what <laughs> mixed martial arts, or the closest thing I could find, to Kumite was when I was a young man, and um, so that that's what we did. We fought at parties, and and I can only imagine that it would be something similar to that of what Hanshi Dukes went through and some other people, um, like um, um, well, I, I can't think of the the gentleman's name, uh, but um, you know that's my experience with the Kumite, and that, and when they started um, implementing. Uh, rules to the UFC, I, I was very disappointed, to tell you the truth. Uh, you know, I was disappointed because I had weight classes, uh, disappointed because, you know, now there's all these regulations, and, and now it's a sporting event, which is which is fine. But for me, when when uh, it was the, the fight club and it was in the backyard and, and, and boxing rings, it was uh, about as real as you can get, you know, <laughs> about as real as you can yeah, get. Yeah, because I, I, I really enjoyed it when it was like, UFC one. Um I think it was T Latui got his tooth knocked out and yeah. <laughs> Bob Carson just had him as a guest, um, I think last week. And oh, they've got all these rules and regulations, but um I think that these fighters also need to learn discipline and respect. I agree. Yeah. I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the tradition of the martial arts is left out the warriorship if you will um they they learn sportsmanship but you know uh, and i'm not not don't get me wrong i'm not trying to bash the the uh the athletes but but i, I really think the the warriorship um the the honor the respect uh, a lot of that is missing uh because you know although mma i'm sure is a lifestyle with uh diet and rest and how you live your life and things like that. Well, we see a lot of these young people wanting to go into the, marsh, uh, the mixed martial arts in order to make a name for themselves, or in order to be famous, you know, make the money, um, you know, uh, be like their heroes. Instead of making martial arts, uh, or, you know, a warrior discipline as a part of, of who they are, and that's kind of the benefit of doing a traditional martial art uh, to start off with before going into it. And you look at um, fighters like GSP and and uh, some of the other you know martial artists who grew up with martial arts. 
I think you'll see that their respect level and their honor and their dignity and things like that are, uh, you know, well above a lot of the uh, guys who just get into it for a sport. Yeah, exactly. To 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 them, it's just a sport, just to make money. And you know, I've seen I've seen even WWE wrestlers just go in there and and uh, and get their ass handed to them because you know they think that uh, that they can you know they wrestle, they're scripted to do whatever, and then they get they get in the cage and it's a different story. Right. So. Exactly. So exactly. I, I mean, I I like MMA fighting. I, I you know I, I enjoy watching it. Um, it's just that you know I I remember when we were when I was younger and I remember growing up on you know watching blood sport and and um, you know um, it was just a different a different time and uh, a, a different type of fighting um, and I kind of miss those days. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I I do too because um, it's just like honor and tradition, and things have changed. And it, you know, I just I just wish the UFC would see that that they need to bring back some tradition, some honor, and some respect um, to um, to what we do as martial artists because. I don't consider them to be true martial artists. I mean, not all of them, but to me, they're just a fighter. um, You can fight. There's two meanings to me. You can be a fighter, and you can be a martial artist. And I'd rather be a martial artist than just a fighter. Right, right. Well, yeah. I mean, martial arts is is you know a lifestyle. I I tell you, um, the martial arts kept me out of doing drugs it kept me out of doing um um you pretty much anything that uh that i would consider um not good for you i, I mean i was in a rock and roll band <clears throat> for most of my most of my life and i went on tour and we toured and the way i made money in between tour you know uh, performing was bar bouncing <clears throat> and wow because i because I did bar bouncing and I did touring with a rock and roll band, and I was the songwriter and the lead singer of this band, and and had plenty of opportunities to do plenty of drugs and uh, live a rock and roll lifestyle. But because of martial arts, because uh, of that that was uh, inst- installed into me when I was young and, and throughout my whole life, I stayed away from all that. When when the other guys were out, um, you know, partying it up, I I I was. Back at the hotel, reading a book or or uh, doing some other stuff. <laughs> oh but, oh uh, yeah, it's like a, yeah. I mean, it really me, really kept me clean. Yeah, yeah, me too, man. Because it's like, um, see, Hanshi Dukes has a zero tolerance for drugs um, right. in his in his system, and. Um, I'm very proud to be a part of that system and, you know, and I've actually helped a student get in the system, um, Russell Shabracy. I don't know if you've met him yet or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we've done some training together, yeah. Yeah, actually, uh, he didn't believe that at first that he could get to meet Frank Dukes, but I was working behind the scenes, so to speak, and... Um, 
I knew that he would do good, and now he's now he's an instructor right. in our system. So, right. yeah, he's a he's a nice so guy, good guy, hard worker. Oh, oh yeah. So it's 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 very uh, rewarding to me to help someone, you know, help so open the door for somebody and see them there, see them there. So right, right. So, well, yeah, but, I, I agree. Uh, well, I mean, uh, and I and Hunchy Dukes is, um, you know, he, he talks about warriorship and and uh, you know your your own personal um, code of conduct and your your own honor code and things like that. And um, it is uh, it's a it's a system that can help you. Um, not only achieve whatever you want to achieve, if you use the principles of, of FAST without, you know, divulging too much information, but if you use the, the principles of FAST, I mean, it's not just about martial arts. It can help you in all aspects of your life if you uh, apply it, uh, which is, uh, you know, a, a brilliant part of, of uh, Duke's room what what he's created and, you know, spent his life working on. And I, I have... I have, um, it's kind of funny, and, and I, you know, I, I don't know if anybody else does anything like this, but, but I have what I call my fast rock, and it, uh-huh. <laughs> it, it is a rock that I keep in my pocket that I have printed fast on it, and every time I put my oh, hand in my awesome. pocket, yeah, every time I put my hand in my pocket to get my keys or to get some change, I'll touch that rock. Every time I touch that rock, I'll, 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 um, recite what fast it means and it reminds me fast and it reminds me to apply its principles to whatever I'm doing at the time. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let me interrupt you just for a second and, and I apologize. We actually, uh, on air for the live listeners, we have um, about three minutes. Uh, do you want to say um, how they can contact you and then we'll continue on uh a little bit further with an after party, if if you don't mind, if you're available. So sure, that'd be great. Uh, you can reach me at rvaninja.com. That's rvaninja.com. Thank you very much, and um, um, to, to my listeners, uh, thank you for listening. And carefully. Please stay on the line. Um, I'm going to take a quick uh, commercial break. Um, And I hope you guys have a good Monday night. Chime in and give Jay Ray a call at 818-532-9769. Give Jay Ray a call right now, 818-532-9762. Hello, this is Bob Carson of Carson's Corner, and you are listening to the Jay Ray Show. We are all in the Jay Ray era Keep it locked in here to J. Ray Radio. Okay, we have two minutes left live on air. Is there anything else that you would like to say to the um, 
to the audience out there before um, they get cut off? I just uh, wanted to say thanks for uh, having me on the on the show. I really appreciate it. Anytime you want me to come back, just let me know. Um, again, I want to give uh, thanks to my instructors, Hunchy um, um, Frank Dukes, of course, uh, Master Sky Benson, um, uh, Fernand Vargas, and uh, Rayvon Sproul. Without those guys, uh, I would not uh, be doing what I'm doing today. And I just want to thank them for for all that they've done for me. And, again, thanks for having me. Absolutely. And um, after we go off air, it'll start the after party for just a few more minutes. And we got 90 seconds until we go off air, and then it'll just continue. So so hang right with me. And, guys, I hope that you really enjoyed this uh, honest and true interview with Master Kevin Kane. Man, I need some more music, don't I, guys? <laughs> Let's see, we got 10 seconds. Bob Carson of Carson's Corner on 5.30 a.m. Underground Progressive Radio, New Jersey, and Blog Talk Radio, reminding you to catch J-Ray each and every week on Carson's Corner. Don't forget it, folks. back with the after party with Master Kevin Kane. Thank you for staying a few minutes a few minutes extra out of your time. Um this will be added into the recording automatically. It just cuts the public off. Um uh so where do you want to pick off from uh pick up from um in this uh, in this interview, because this is very interesting. I mean, by by far one of the best interviews I've done in a long time, and 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 everything. So. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, the only thing I could do is, is come on and be as honest as I can, and and um, tell exactly what happened, and and, um, and what's happened with me, and. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, it, it's, it's there's a lot of history there, a lot of a lot of stuff that's gone on, and and you know, um, made made me who I am today. And uh, you know, if it wasn't for you know all of my teachers taking an interest in me and actually you know helping me, um, who knows where I would be? I would be a, a lost lost kid somewhere. <laughs> I, I absolutely and. <laughs> Who knows, man? You might have been into drugs and stuff. I mean, you never know because, you know, martial arts provides discipline, um, honor, and respect. Right. So, 
absolutely it did it, it um it's kind of the driving force behind my life you know it's it is it is um what's made me who i am you know it's it's helped me uh you know get get by day by day you know i joke when i when i go into the dojo i say and now i'm putting my real clothes on <laughs> you know put my uniform on <laughs> i'm out of my pretend clothes and into my real clothes now <laughs> and, uh, okay. i wanted you know, to I wanted to, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we only have two minutes in the after party. Um, there's two quick questions that I wanted to, that I'm dying to ask. Okay. Okay. Um, my first question is, um, have you ever had to physically remove somebody from your dojo at all? Has anyone ever disrespected you? I mean, you don't have to name names, but I was just curious. Uh, no one's never ever. I've never had to physically remove someone. I did have to slam a few people before inside the, inside the dojo, but never never had to physically remove anyone. I did have someone try to uh, challenge me, um, but uh, they never showed up for the fight. Wow. Okay. And, and and another question I must ask is, why do your students call you the Punisher? <laughs> That's uh, a guardian angel uh, name. And uh, I got that from training the guardian angels, and they they pretty much coined me the Punisher because of the the punishing training that I do. <laughs> oh, okay, because you, you know I just I just had to ask that because I was like, you know, I was thinking in my mind, oh shit, this guy must be a badass. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but but my training it can be pretty hardcore. <laughs> wow, yeah. I I I can imagine. And um, do you do any knife and stick training as well? Um, oh. Because that's what I'm working on. Actually, is knife and stick training all the time. In fact, the knife is my favorite um, a weapon. <laughs> I keep one on me all the time. I, I would never go with. Well, that. then. Well, then you would be able to work with me. Then um, that would be great. Because um, uh, you know. With my disability, we figured that the knife would be best for me. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I love the knife. And in fact, you know, every single room in my house has a hidden knife somewhere. Wow. I, all my vehicles have hidden knives. I have knives on me all the time. Uh, I never go without one. Wow. Well, it sounds like we got a lot in common then. Um, <laughs> we sure do. We got We've got about um, 10 minutes, um, so hang in there with me again. And um, let's see, uh, do you collect any swords or anything? Any swords? Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I don't collect swords. Um I have a few swords, but I don't really collect them. I love the sword. Uh, it's not one of my favorite weapons. Um, although we worked sword a lot at the at the dojo. Um, wow! Wow! No, just just not one of my favorite weapons. But knives uh, are, are, are my thing. <laughs> knives and firearms. <laughs> wow! Now is your dojo pretty big, or is it like a small dojo, or is it? Uh, I'm um, not dojo that. Like, that yeah. No, no the dojo that I train at. Is, no, it, mm-hmm. it's not huge, but it's not uh, it's not small either. It's medium size, oh, and it's not okay. my dojo. 
It's not my dojo. I uh, I actually uh, I work at the, the dojo teaching Duke through there and, and other martial arts. Well, my apologies there. You, you know, I you know, so but no problem. I, I'm I'm glad that you're teaching there. Um, that makes me very very happy and right. you know, That's and I, I'm, I'm sure. And I'm sure that your students are getting very, very educated in the system. Well, so. I appreciate it. And the school is called the American Colleges of Jiu-Jitsu and Karate. And mm-hmm. if you wanted to see the school, you could you could look at the school at ackrichmond.com. Oh, oh, I definitely will, and I will be keeping in contact with you um, even more now since, because, uh, like I said, we are in the same system, so, um, yeah, and uh, it's, it's, it's just great to finally talk to you, because I actually had heard of you, but, um, you know, I didn't know exactly who you was at first, and then, yeah, I put it all together, and I, I was very happy to do this interview on J-Ray Radio. So. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. Um, oh, absolutely. And, um, and um, if you don't mind, I'm going to um, I'm going to uh, end the show a little bit early uh, tonight. We only have seven minutes uh, left, and I don't want to keep you any longer from what you got to do. If you got anything to do, you know. So, um, is there any final final thoughts that uh, that you'd like to say? Well, um, keep up the good work and keep keep working on on achieving all your your dreams and your goals. And um, you know, if I can be of assistance to you or anybody else out there, by all means, uh, um, anybody in the public can contact me through uh, rvaninja.com. Um, I, I, I'm always opened and willing to speak honestly about uh, what I know and, and what I've done and um and I'm willing to help as as many people as I can you know uh my my criteria though is that um the person's willing to work hard and is honest themselves and and willing to dedicate to the training um too many times you get uh, people who are excited at first about training but then they kind of die off or or they you know they kind of uh, what I call wussing out, and um, yeah, I'm exactly. serious about training. Yeah, because that's why, like, when I got Russ into the system, I had to make sure that he's serious because I've actually had other people try to get me to get him in touch with Frank that I didn't think was a very good, you know, a very good idea only because I had a strange, strange feeling, and so, you know, and, you know, when you bring people into the circle that we're in, you got to be very, very careful who you bring, so. Yeah, I agree. I mean, um, anybody can learn how to do, you know, punches and kicks and throws and takedowns and, and grappling holds and things like that, but what makes things unique is when you're talking about the higher concepts of, of the, the technology of of uh, Duke Shrew and and uh, those type of things are not something that really need to be shared to, to everybody. And they need to be shared to people who really want to learn 
who are going to make you know try to make a difference with it and um you know it's just not for everybody i, I mean you know people like that need to go learn a uh, you know a, from a what i call a, a mcdojo and um you know that that's not what i do i i try to try to teach people who uh, are serious and who want to evolve and not not remain um stagnant in the same in, in the martial arts and it's hard to find people like that to tell you the truth it really is. Well, yeah, it, it, it is, and and I knew that Russ's heart was in the right place, and you know he's still my best friend, and I love him to death, and you're one of my best friends too, brother. I mean, you're, you know, the thing about us people, um, Punchy Dukes, even though we learn stuff that are higher knowledge, we treat each other like a family. And that's how it is in our system. Mm-hmm. I will say that we are a family. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, there's so many people willing to in, inside the room that are willing to to help and extend their their friendship and their brotherhood to um, you know to help you any way they possibly can. And you know, it's it, that's what's so great about having a small, unique, uh, niche group. Uh, with that, I, I call. I call us the renegades of, of martial arts because, you know, we're we're so different from most martial arts styles. So I call us the renegades of martial arts. But um, you know, because of that, we have a, a, a um, unique bond with each other, and and uh, it makes things special, which is is what it's supposed to be. You know, and uh, exactly. I'm awfully, I'm awfully honored and, and privileged to be a part of it, and. And, uh, you know, I can't express enough how much, um, you know, my teachers have done f- for me, like I said, and, and I give them all the credit in the world for for things that I've been able to accomplish, and it's only because of them. Oh, oh, oh yeah, and I may not be doing the things physically, but I'm learning mentally the stuff, right. and, and I'm very proud to be a part of that family as well, and... Uh, Frank was very hard to find. I'll explain that later. <laughs> you know, maybe in a future show we can do that together. I can tell my story and uh, we can, yeah, like, co-host great. or something. So, oh, I'd love to um, So, and um, if any if any one of your students, uh, teachers, or you at any time want to come on the show, please let them know that... Um, I would love to have them. So, oh, great! I, I have, I, uh, I'll be glad to pass some people your way. I'm sure they'd love to talk to you and 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 be on and, and help the radio show any way they can. And and um, you know, it's, like I said, that's what's so so nice about it. I I really have had a philosophy the whole time of training, and that is, if if you want to train something, train with the best. Train with the best, and that's what I've tried to do my whole career is seek after people who I consider are the best. And um, regardless of what other people say about um, the Dukes or, or Dukes Rue, I consider it to be the best, and that's why I'm, I'm trying to do that. I haven't found anything that, that, that um, is right for me other than that, um, and uh, that, that's why I train it. And that's also why I train uh, Raven Tactical, because it's also what I consider uh, the best. And um, that's why I'm also still with Grandmaster Rayvon Sproul because his jiu-jitsu and judo is the best for me. 
Uh, and all of those all of those organizations are a tight knit group, and that's what I like. Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, yeah, you know, I um, I made this show to bring back honor to the um to the martial arts, even though it's about different subjects. I'm also trying to help people with disabilities to understand, you know, their disability and how to cope with it as well. So, you know, I'm a mixture of a little bit of everything, but mostly it's going to be, you know, it's going to be about martial arts and and basically bringing, bringing honor back to Hunchy's name and trying to clear his name and get it into their heads until this crap is over with. Right. You know, so. But um, we actually have 10 seconds, so I'm going to end this by saying thank you and a quote by um, Hunchy Frank Dukes, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And thank you again, Master King, for joining My me. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And that was J-Ray Radio. Stay tuned for the next episode and catch me with Bob Carson on Saturday.